Hi, this is Gary White, and this is the How We Met podcast. On this special edition, I have the honor of sharing the story of my parents, Paul and Teresa White, who were married for 58 years before my father passed away in 2006. I was fortunate enough at the time of their 50th wedding anniversary in 1998 to have them recount their story of how they met. Here now is that story of Paul and Teresa White. Teresa and I met here at St. Francis de Sales in Philadelphia in the spring of 1947. We both worked on the Tuesday night dance committee. I was selling sodas and working in the cloakroom, and Paul was taking tickets at the door. I saw her every week at the dance and thought she was extremely lovely, but did not have the courage in the beginning to ask her to dance. He finally got up enough courage and asked me to dance, and that's how it all got started. Teresa and I danced to many of the tunes which were the big band songs at that time after World War II. And then shortly after that, we went out on our first date. On our first date, we went to Don's in Yaden. It was a type of a luncheonette, and down in the basement level, they had a jukebox and a little dance floor. We usually had some ice cream, listen to music, dance a while. On the way home, we had car trouble. Our headlights went out on the car. What a serious event on a first date. When I would come home from work, I used to work in the city of Penn Neutral. He used to uh, try and get to the trolley stop and wait for me at the trolley stop so that he could take me home and we could uh, make plans for that evening. In the evening, we'd planned either to go to the movies, go get ice cream, take a ride out in the country, get a snack somewhere. Then we would go back to her house. Two months after our first date, he asked me to marry him. It was here in Fairmount Park, Philadelphia, on July 4, 1947, that I asked Teresa to marry me. I said yes, that I would, but we decided to keep it a secret for a couple of months and didn't tell anybody till November. Shortly after that, I spoke to Teresa's dad and told him that I'd like to marry his daughter. And he said to me, well, we can see you love each other, but she's very young, but she's a very level-headed person, so we have no objection. Then in November, on the 22nd, 1947, I gave Teresa an engagement ring in, while we were in her home. Our families and friends were not very surprised. We had been together almost daily for several months, sometimes days and evenings, sometimes evenings alone, evenings only. 
The only time I had the ring off was when I was pregnant with Teresa. My fingers swelled up and I had to have it cut off. And afterwards we had it repaired and it's been on ever since. She wears the ring constantly to this day. Teresa and I were married in this church, St. Francis de Sales in Philadelphia, August 21, 1948. On our 40th wedding anniversary, our daughter Donna wrote a poem detailing the events of this marriage. On August 21st, 1948, two of the best people I know were wed, and about this wedding, the bride's father wrote, and this is what he said. The wedding took place at 10 a.m. in St. Francis de Sales Church. Two of the ushers, the three bridesmaids, the bride and her father, proceeded up the aisle to the wedding march. The wedding was beautiful, the vows were said, and you could understand every word. The wedding march and ceremony were taped from the sacristy, so they later again could be heard. After the ceremony, the wedding party greeted guests on the church steps outside and then proceeded to Becker's photo parlor for pictures of the party, the groom, and the bride. At noon, the White and Bertram families joined the wedding party and Father Flatley for the wedding breakfast, and then at 2 o'clock p.m. returned to 5006 Cedar Avenue for a reception until late that day would last. The bridesmaid's gowns of white organdy over blue taffeta were made by the bride's mother, and the bride's gown was white dotted Swiss over white taffeta, with a long train carefully handled by the groom's brother. The bride's father records that it was a bright and sunny day, and from my understanding, it was a beautiful ceremony in each and every way. That day was very special because it joined the two people I love most in my life, and I'm glad I got to read about the day these two people became husband and wife. At the time when we were married, it was customary for the bride to be on one side of the altar and the groom to be on the other side. But we requested that a double kneeler be placed so that we could be together through the whole ceremony. On our honeymoon, we went up to Massachusetts. We went sightseeing. We saw Boston, Plymouth Rock, did a lot of riding on the way home. We visited Bud Lake in New Jersey. From there, we went to Atlantic City. After spending time there, we headed home. Our first family home. The first six months of marriage, we lived with Teresa's family at 5006 Cedar Avenue in Philadelphia. We then purchased the property behind us at 4819 Hazel Avenue in Philadelphia, and we converted the house into a triplex. We lived on the first floor, rented out the second and third floor. While we lived here, our first child, Kathy, was born. In February of 1951, we moved to Limbrook Road in Springfield, yeah. Delaware County. The rest of our children were born while we were living here. We participated in many community and church affairs and were very active in the Boy and Girl Scout troops. We spent a lot of time participating in the community activities. Many of our children won 
awards for decoration of the Fourth of July parade. They took part in many activities at their school. We were always on the go. So. In 1975, shortly after our son Gary was born, we moved to what was an original schoolhouse on Beatty Road in Springfield. We thought we needed more room for the children. In later years, we have been relaxing more, taking more time off, going on trips, sightseeing, spending more time at the seashore. Last summer, we took a trip across the continental United States and visited every state west of here. We are really uh, enjoying life. Although we've had our share of hard times, we've never lost our sense of humor. I can remember one time when we went to the movies and it was a cold winter night. While we were in the movies, ice had formed on the parking lot. We came out to the car and I went to unlock the car door and opened the car door and I looked around and there was no Teresa. <laughs> I said, what happened to you? She, she said, down here. She was laying on the ground, half under the car. She had slipped on the ice. Fortunately, no injuries. It's hard to believe that 50 years have passed. I remember for the first 16 months we were married, Paul brought me flowers on our anniversary every month. People often ask how we spend and enjoy the holidays with so many people. Thanksgiving and Christmas are our favorite holidays. Although we get together many times during the year, in Thanksgiving and Christmas, fortunately we have room enough to accommodate everyone. And they usually come around and we visit as many of those houses as we can find time for. People often ask how we have survived for 50 years. It's all because of love. <laughs> We've constant 50 years of love. My mother passed away in 2013, and even though both have since passed, they still have a large legacy that they have left with not only the 14 children, all the grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and all the people who are impacted by them. I think it's a truly great love story. Thank you for listening to the How We Met podcast.